Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo! God is awesome, isn't he? Our God is an amazing God. All the time and all the time, he is amazing. Can I get a hallelujah and an amen? Man, oh man. You know, can you ever, you ever think about this? What if Abraham did not take a hold of the promise of God? What if when Abraham was told by God, God had told him, he said, Abraham, gather up your household, all your belongings, and go to a land that I shall show you. Now, what if Abraham, because that's a promise from God, God is promising to show Abraham a land that he will, he will the, the promises he's going to receive this land. So what if Abraham, you know, was all fired up in the beginning when God first spoke it to him, got all his stuff together and then kind of petered out along the way and said, ah, you know, hey, Abraham, what, whatever happened that you said God promised to give you that land. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, moving along slowly, not really. No, I just, yeah. You know, it's been it's been a year or two. It's been a couple years. It's been five years, ten years. I, you know, God's not really not come through with that. I guess I just didn't hear him right, uh, you know, because, you know, God doesn't lie, so I just must not have heard him right. What if Moses, what if Moses, when God promised Moses, when he said, do not be afraid, I will be with you, when he was commissioning and dispatching Moses to go back into Egypt, because you remember Moses fled Egypt. Forty years before this, Moses fled Egypt. He was a wanted man for murdering for murdering one of the Egyptians, a guard who was in, in Pharaoh's household. That's capital punishment. Moses was a wanted man when he fled 40 years ago. What if Mo Moses... Uh, you know that, that's 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 good, God. But uh, you know, no, I I don't I don't really think that's something I can do. I don't really believe you. I, I can't go back. Or what if he said, "Okay, God, I'll I'll go. I'm gonna go. I'm your man. All right. I don't I don't speak so well, and you're gonna send my, you know, Aaron up here and 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 uh, to." To, to be like my prophet and he gave me these signs and wonders to perform uh, I'll go I'll go then he gets on his way and he's like ah oh, man uh, I don't know if I can or or worse yet what if he went back home told his wife and his father-in-law and his wife said oh you know you've been out in the hot sun too long honey here drink some warm goat's milk here get you cooled off here let me go get you draw you some water from the well or his father-in-law, you know, you know, are, you're ridiculous, Moses. God doesn't speak to people like that. He doesn't tell people to do, or God wouldn't send you back into Egypt. Remember, you were a wanted man. They were going to murder you when you fled Egypt. God would never send you back into that place. If he wanted somebody to set his people free, he'd find somebody that was more capable, more skilled. 
He wouldn't send you. Why, why am I bringing up all this stuff? Because we know what happened, right? Abraham trusted God, and he packed up his family, and he went for years and years and years, hanging on to the promise of God. Moses went back and returned into the, the land of Egypt, hanging on to the promise of God. And when he went and stood before Pharaoh, he stood before Pharaoh with courage and boldness, hanging on to the promise of God. What about Daniel? He hung on to the promise of God when he was dropped into the lion's den. Or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they were cast into the fiery furnace, they hung on to the promise of God God says, do not be afraid. He's saying, I don't care if you don't understand it. I know it may not make sense to you. It may not add up to you. You may write it all down and total it all up and say, God, this doesn't add up. And God's saying, I know this is not going to add up according to your thoughts and your ways. But my thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. Trust me. I want you to trust me. You know, Isaiah the prophet, I love Isaiah. Isaiah the prophet writes in chapter 41, speaking for the Lord, and he says in chapter 41, verse 13, he says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. And although Isaiah uh, the prophet was speaking this to the people of Israel, it's just as true for us today as it was for them in their day. The Lord our God who takes a hold of our right hand and says to us, do not fear, I will help you. And Paul, writing to the church in Corinth, uh, turning to the first chapter in verse 20, he writes, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Here's my point in this. God has promises for you. Some of these promises are found written in his word, in the Bible, in the Holy Bible. When you read the Holy Bible, you take what is written and you take it in context. When there are promises God makes to us through his written word that we should hang on to even when we don't understand the situation around us he says do not be afraid countless times throughout the bible and he speaks that to each and every one of us here today do not be afraid and he's not saying do not be afraid uh, uh just for the sake of not being afraid he's saying when you trust me when you believe me 
You do not need to be afraid. You may not understand it. It may not add up to you. It may look hopeless to you. But if you will trust me, I will demonstrate to you that my word is true and you need not be afraid if you trust me. I will not let you down. Now, this is all predicated upon us um, believing the Lord, walking in the ways of the Lord. This isn't a, a card that we can put in our pocket, our get-out-of-jail-free card that says, doesn't matter what I do. Oh, look, I did all this bad stuff, but look, I got a card. I got the card. The Lord said that he's going he's gonna to make me free. He's going to keep me free. I got a card. I know I did all this bad stuff, but it's okay because I'm a Christian. I got my card. No, it's, it's predicated on us walking uprightly before the Lord all throughout Scripture in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Even Jesus himself calls for us to walk in his ways. Remember this? I say this over and over and over. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commands. If you love me, you will obey me. Not me, not Mickey, Jesus. Jesus says, you will obey me. If you, if you love me, if you, if you want to convey your love to the Lord, the only way to convey your love, truly, uh, truly convey your love to the Lord is obedience. Remember, obedience is, is more important than sacrifice. Whether that's the giving of, 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 of something important to you, the giving up of something, or releasing of something important to you, or it's the, uh, uh, the worship song or the dance or, or, or whatever it is that you're doing is an expression of, of love for the Lord. The reality is that it's like a child coloring a picture in a coloring book and signing it, I love you, God. They're nice in the moment. They are. It's not that it's wrong. It's beautiful and it's wonderful. But as any parent will tell you, it doesn't matter how many pictures your child colors for you, if they uh, disobey you, if their disobedience is there, if they do not walk in obedience, those colored pictures are just a lie. I used to tell my son this. I used to tell him all the time, anybody who, was, who grew up with a, a, a pastor um, you know, or a staunch man of God uh, as a father, uh, they'll probably tell you the same thing, several things. One is, you know, your, your child's uh, life or your spouse's life is, is, is fertile ground for a sermon, but I used to tell my son all the time, if you love me, you will obey me. His obedience was more important to me than all his, his words that he loves me, all the colored pictures he wanted to make me, all the little knickknacks as he got older that he wanted to make me, all the really cool creative things, which I know were an expression of his love, but the true expression of love is obedience, isn't it? That's what God is telling us. If you obey him, you express your love. 
And in that obedience, we can hang on to his promise and know that no matter how many promises God makes us, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Think about it. Be blessed and be the blessing. Hallelujah.